The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Priding themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at ebbtidetc.com or call 844-430-4357. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another edition of The Card is Going to Change. Before we start the show, we, of course, want to give a shout out to our sponsors who take care of us so that we can bring this to you each and every week for free. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza, who is feeding us here today. We picked up the food on the way to our location. More on that in a minute. Um, They are also there at our live events at Mount Carmel, so you can buy their pizza there. But definitely visit Angelo's in Lakewood on Madison Avenue, any chance that you get Wonderful spot for dinner. Uh, also, thanks to SmartMark Video. You can go to smartmarkvideo.com, download any of our shows, past and present, uh, more recent, however you want to word that. They are all there on SmartMark Video. Download the MP4 and video stream. Uh, take care of us, and they're going to take care of you, get all that to you. But that helps us financially, as you know from previous episodes. Also, thanks to Jack Prince for all of your signage, graphic design, any sort of printing needs, go to jackprints.com. They take care of us as well, and again, they will also take care of you. Again, it's jackprints.com. J-A-K-Prince.com. There it is. That voice that you heard is the owner of AIW, John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy. I am sitting here alongside with him, and we are here. We've kind of, have we upgraded our location, John? I mean, it's a full house. It's a full house, not like the show, but it's an actual house it's like as an opposed actual to house. as opposed to the one bedroom apartment that John Thorne and I were sharing with Chandler Biggins, as you all know from listening, as Biggins like to say. Thorne has a great apartment. That's right, and that third voice you heard is this week's special co-host. As the the revolving chair continues here. As we're missing Chandler, uh, Nat is bartender Nick Sanka of AIW fame, and we are at bartender Nick Sanka's house. I am sipping on the wonderful combination of Tito's and Capri Sun. Uh, somehow it works, but listen, Sanka's got certain. I got, a, I got full stock Capri Sun. Whenever you come here, you'll get a Capri Sun so, if you want one. Tons of booze, not a lot of mixers, so I went with what was there. Capri Sun and so much Tito's. So much still, Tito's. Still working on that Tito's uh, sponsorship. Yeah. A lot of Tito's. Help us out, Tito's. You guys are sipping on beers. We're having a great time. On this week's episode, everybody, uh, it's a long time coming. You know that we gave you the preview of what we thought was going to go on during WrestleCon slash WrestleMania week. And now we are finally here, ready to recap it for you. We're going to try to get back to some fun after last week's uh, updated kind of episode, a little bit of a downer. So here we are, ready to have a good time. And that's why bartender Nick Sanka is here. And we're drinking. And we're drinking. Always a good time. Bartender Nick Sanka, John Thorne, you guys flew down 
to Orlando, Florida, like on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, we were there for a long. You time. were there for a long time. I didn't get there until Thursday night, and uh, I mean, I started drinking immediately when I got there. But you guys had a couple days on me there. I mean, we were drinking the whole time. That was uh, that was what theme park couple days there. Oh yeah, we, we we had some some double dates planned with some ladies and uh, theme parks and and drinks. Yeah, like right off the plane, literally. I made a whole fucking schedule. We uh, <laughs> didn't. I I kind of like don't really know hotels much so like i didn't realize what time the check-in was so we got there about what 10 a.m yeah and we couldn't check until 4 p.m <laughs> yeah that's how that works yeah so we uh we went to we had to like we, we had to leave our bags and shit and uh we just went right to universal studios yeah right off the plane we went to our hotel dropped our bags off did a quick change in the bathroom the yeah. lobby yeah, bathroom fresh oh, that's classy fresh and freshened up in the <laughs> lobby you, bathroom. you washed up in the sink yeah. just just Tossed on some deodorant, got there a couple, go. got a splash of water on the face. Beautiful. Hit the Listerine Straight travel size. Universals. Uh, when we did that uh, preview episode, John, you your big thing was you wanted to go to uh, Moe's Bar, have some duffs. Some oh, duff we didn't beer. get there. We didn't get there. We got there eventually, but uh, the first day we went to the Islands of Adventure part. We bought some fucking weird combo ticket for all these uh, like theme parks through uh, Nick's girlfriend's work. It was like, I don't know, it was like 500 bucks you go to every theme park in Orlando. Good Lord. So we're like, fuck it, let's go. And I had a very limited amount of time because I had to get it all in right. before the wrestling stuff started. So we went right to the Islands of Adventure. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't even remember if anything really eventful happened besides doing theme park stuff there. No, we walked in, we got grabbed a couple of beers and just hit it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it works. I, I, mean, I didn't get there until, like I said, Thursday night. We uh, rolled into... Universal City Walk. We went there after we checked into our Airbnb, which was really nice. Actually, I had my own twin bed. Probably not oh, as we classy fucking, as yours. We had a fucking. We had like we had a, a spread. We had like a yeah. fucking like a VIP suite at this place. Yeah, this was like a condo, but it was like it was like two bedrooms. We had a bathroom. Ours was ours was like a was ours like an apartment hotel. Yeah, it oh, was, that's sweet. But it was nice, dude. Nice fountain that I swam in eventually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. That was a fun night. Uh, let's just, screw it. We're going to bounce around on this one a lot, folks. You brought up the fountain. We might as well talk about the fountain uh, because that was the night we actually, the three of us were drinking together. We ended up meeting at a bar. and The Tin Roof. Yeah. The Tin Roof. Tin Roof. That's a great establishment. And we they saw D-Lo Brown. D-Lo Brown just hanging out at the bar. Oh, well, I guess before that, like, we are just like, I. that was the first day of WrestleCon, which we'll probably bounce back to, but... yeah. Uh, we're just like, fuck, where do you, you know, where do you go? Cause Orlando is like, it's a big, big city. Like oh, Cleveland, you, you can get to everywhere in Cleveland in 15 minutes. No, everywhere in Orlando was like a half an hour. Away. Everything on the map looked a lot closer than it was. In yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, I'd never spent so much money on Ubers cause we didn't even rent a car cause we knew we were going to be drunk the whole time. Yeah. We had my buddy's car. Yeah. We had no, we had no forms of transportation. So it was lots of Uber rides, but, uh, we went to this place. I, I guess on on Friday night called the called the Tin Roof and we just stopped in there and then we just never left and fucking D Lil Brown was in there and he was that dude parties hard he was looking like the real deal when it comes to partying <laughs> that's dude, for sure he is the real deal he was ready yeah. to go was, and you I, were you were very excited to meet <laughs> D Lil Brown Nick yeah it was pretty. Pretty, that's like pretty messed up at the time, and I went up to him and I. Uh, that's one of your top. That's one of your top. That's one of your guys you always ask me to book. Yeah, that's one I of your fucking. That's that one of your great. favorite guys of all I time. Wear a lead vest and come to AIW and fucking hit with fucking what is it, the lowdown? The lowdown. Somebody. Yeah. He was. He was that. not very uh, 
professional looking that night. I'll tell you what, that guy is bigger in person than I've ever imagined. Yeah, yeah he's a big guy. Yeah, he's a mountain of a man. Didn't you? And uh, he looks so small on TV. Yeah, absolutely. Did, didn't you offer to buy him a shot? I did. I walked up. So Thorne, <laughs> so Thorne par- pointed him out. He was like, "So if you, I'll set it up, we were like, it was a a round bar, outdoor patio was on the outside, and the inside was on the inside where there's like a live band." And, and Thorn pointed them out, and I'm like, I was already half in the bag, so I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go talk to him. <laughs> you're you're going to talk to your childhood yeah. idol, dude. I'm going to go talk to D'Lo. So I walked up to him, instantly regretted talking to D'Lo Brown within one second. That's usually how it goes, man. <laughs> yeah, so I walked up to him and said, D'Lo Brown, man. He wasn't there with anybody either, was he? <laughs> he was no, just he alone. Was he was just alone. <laughs> yeah. So I go, D'Lo Brown, man, what's up? He's like, looks at me with the craziest eyes. I'm like, this is not a good idea. I should walk away. And he looks at me and goes, thank you, man. I'm like, for what? He's like, thank you for knowing who I am. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, do you want to do a shot? And he goes, yeah, let's do one. And I said, what do you want? And he said, dealer's choice. <laughs> and I looked around. The bar was pretty popping, so like it would have been like... 10 minutes of me standing there with D-Lo before we got a shot. You got nothing else to say. So he like looked away and I just fucking walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to talk to him. Like, All right. I went back to Thorne and said, I don't want to do a shot. And then, and then minutes later, we saw him stumble out the bar yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, he just, right he just, us. he just walked off alone. And I go, there's no way that fucking guy's making it to WrestleCon in the morning. And then fucking five minutes later, we heard, Sirens. sirens. We heard sirens. And I, dude, I thought D Lo Brown. I thought that was I thought that was gonna be the first fatality we thought he walked off on the I drive and got smoked by a passing car. So I go, there's no way that motherfucker's gonna be at WrestleCon. And then we go to He was there before me, dude. He was fucking just like Nothing happened. Saturday morning, we were working at WrestleCon together. Yeah. We get there. You get there like 8.30, 9. We got there, I mean, like 8.45, something yeah. like that. Dilo Brown, first guy at the door, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Fucking dude. ready to go, man. Like, super energetic. There were like multiple times Thor and I looked at each other throughout the morning like, I mean, I still feel like shit. And this dude's just all over the place. And he was way like, more of a man. He parties we on a level that I've just... I will never achieve as an oh, adult man. He, as to steal a phrase from the headhunters, he is a professional. It looked looked fun, but like he was at the level that the fun I didn't want to be at it, <laughs> especially especially by himself. Yeah, by himself too. I, I want to I want to believe that somebody bailed on him. Yeah. Like he yeah, was partying with I people, think, and he was the last man standing. I think he said dealer's choice to many people, and he was just the last one yeah. left. <laughs> but to go back to what you're saying that I wanted you to book him, I still want you to book him, and I still owe him a dealer's choice. So, <laughs> what, so let's do that. Like, now he comes to Nick Sanko's bar yeah. at AIW and gets a shot of Tito's. That's the only dealer choice there. Uh, I don't know, man. I think D'Lo is going to uh, do whatever the fuck he wants. I like that uh, D'Lo Brown UPS version shirt he wears, too. It's like, the, it's like the UPS logo with D low on it instead of UPS. It's fantastic. So you you're down there, and this, like I said, we're gonna bounce around. We're gonna backtrack because one of the events that you got to attend, you got to go to a lot of different stuff, and uh, you guys found yourselves at Wally Mania. Oh yeah, that was. I mean, that was probably so. <laughs> MLW Radio, like, uh, so they had contacted me and they said, "Do you want to come to Wally Mania?" I said, "I mean." Kinda, but I'm gonna be with a lot of people, and they said, "By all means, bring it, bring your people." So I said, "Okay, fuck yeah, I'm going to Wally Mania." <laughs> so I tell everyone that's you know like in my crew or whatever, and we're thinking like we're looking at this website, and it's like a club, 
Yeah. So it's got like a dress code and like all these it's like rules. listed on the website. And it's like listed on like with in, in conjunction with the Wally Mania event. So we're like, fuck. So like before we even go to Orlando, we like have to go shopping for club clothes because like <laughs> we don't go to clubs. You know what I mean? Right. Like I like in Cleveland, you're not going to find us at a club. So no, like the most thing that uh, that you guys do is we, we do strip uh, clubs. Yeah, well, I was going yeah. to say emo night. <laughs> Strip clubs is the only thing that we go to with a club. That's the club. You, yeah, you can find us at Emo Night, or uh, you can find these guys at the VIP. That's about it. Yeah, VIP Lounge. Heading there tonight. <laughs> podcast. But uh, so like, we go. Sh- we have to go shopping before we even fly out. Like, I'm buying like dark denim jeans and like nice sh- button up shirts and stuff. And like Nick's buying shit. And like, we tell the girls that we're with, like, hey, you gotta dr- you gotta dress up. We're going to the fucking like rapper party at a club. Like, you better fucking go get some dresses and shit. So like, uh, I got like all these different like free events and uh, I like spread them out because there was AIW students that were down there and like I gave them all something to do with me or whatever like yeah. equally. So was uh, well, a great dad. Yeah, I'm, I was like a dad. Like I'm making sure I'm making sure all the kids all the get kids equal are, things. Yeah. And it was something that they all each would enjoy. You were very good about that. Well, I know this guy's going to enjoy this pick, the most. No matter what. Well, he was yeah, he was already going. Well, yeah. And uh so I go, "Okay, uh young Josh who uh has not debuted yet. Uh he'll be debuting at the Jail at Weekend at the Back of the Future Cup, but uh I say, "Hey, you can go to Wally Mania." Uh now Josh Josh is a uh he's not 21. But uh, he he does he he does have quite the quite the great fake ID. So I go, okay, you can come. Instantly at Wally Mania, young Joshua is busted for his fake ID right off the rip. <laughs> first first attempt in Orlando. So like, we walked in, Ohio ID, Ohio ID, Ohio ID, PA ID with the youngest looking kid you have. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's still my like he's so he, the thing with him is he's so young that he didn't think in his mind to combat. To, to combat that argument and be like, well, yeah, Pennsylvania is right next to Ohio. Like, my friends live one state over. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways just, that that is an just, obvious thing. You're in Orlando. There's Clearly, you've seen different IDs at Wally Mania from people all over the place. So, uh, right off the rip, he just fucking crumbles at the door, right? Failed. And, uh, but, you know, instead of, uh, instead of not letting him in, the, the doorman just made him purchase his yeah. fake ID back and uh, let him go have a good time. So I'm not exactly sure how much he spent, but I think it was quite a bit. And uh, off he was in the Wally Mania. And uh, I don't think he regretted paying for his fake ID back because he had quite the good time. Yeah, he did. He said he had a blast. He was hanging out with uh, so, but AIW Women's Champ. She was there. So we get in, right? And like we instantly notice we're the only fucking people obeying the dress code. <laughs> Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I bought this really, really ridiculous tee. Button up. I'll tweet. I'll tweet it out. Like with this air, it's like, like we looked like fucking assholes. Like, because we're just like, if we're doing it, we're doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I remember, like we were leaving. I put my button up on Thorn. Was like. Dude, I gotta go get another one. Man. Yeah, because like his shirt, like his shirt, like I had like this pink button up on, like some dark denim jeans and some like brown dress shoes, and I'm like, okay, this shirt that he comes out in, I go, fuck, dude, I gotta go to the store. Like, <laughs> like I don't even know how this shirt was made, but like, my, I have a theory. If you look like an asshole, 
people are going to think you're important because only assholes drink, like only important people dress like that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, fuck, this Nick shirt is, they're gonna, people are going to think he's like a fucking venture capitalist or something. Yeah. Like this thing looked like he spent $5,000 on it. It was the ugliest shirt you've ever seen in your life. First person I seen walked in the door was a fucking guy wearing sweatpants and a Carmelo Anthony jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, was it Carmelo Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, Maybe it was him. And we're looking around and like, we're like, these people are all wearing things that said you're not allowed to wear on the fucking website. Yeah. We're the only people that obey the fucking rules. Anything goes for Wally Mania. Yeah. yeah. We're the only, we're the only people that obey the fucking rules. And then uh so then we fucking like we realize that there's tiers to like the free fucking like admission to Wally Mania. Like right. we just got like the regular free admission. But then there was like a backstage VIP admission. Yeah. Uh and, like, I didn't know how to get that because I didn't even know who I was talking to at MLW. So then we're just like, fuck it. If we're going to be out here with everybody else, we're going to continue to be the biggest assholes. We're getting fucking bottle service because we want to see that fucking sparkler go off yeah. and it point to us. So we try to get bottle service. And they say, oh, you can't just buy one bottle for $300. It's two or nothing. So we, $300 each? Yeah. Oh, six, oh, so man. 600 bucks for sparklers. And we said, nah, we're out, dude. Literally, the girls we were with, though, my girlfriend and Thorne's lady friend were debating it the whole time. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that at all. Yeah, like they had the money. Like they were like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, those, yeah. Those sparkles, those sparklers on the bottle suck you in, don't you? Oh, dude, I was so pumped for sparklers. I was talking about it for weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, man, I tell this guy all the time when we want to get bottle service downtown yeah, Cleveland. We don't, we don't, don't want to do it in Cleveland. We want to do it with all these yeah. fucking famous well, people I guess around. That's true. Yeah, it's Barley House. Steve guy. Yeah. Like, so plenty of, plenty of good bars. So then like, uh, I'm trying to get to this like other area, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, that's where like all the fucking like famous fucking people that are at Wally Mania are at. Yeah. How many times did I ask you to get us back there? You were pissed. Cause <laughs> you were pissed. <laughs> you were calling me out on my, I like, he was like, Oh, what you fucking, they only gave you half, half admission. And he was getting, <laughs> he was getting me all wound up and make me feel a little, in, a little, a little, a little insecure. Oh. He knows how to fucking hit my ego to get me to fucking motivated. And I was, I was feeling like, fuck man. Like he was like, what, oh, what, you got us in the door. That's cool. But like Eric Bischoff's over there. I see him. <laughs> why can't, why can't we get over there? There's Enzo. Let's go over there. Like, and we're like, there's like security blocking yeah, it all off. This wasn't, uh, you brought up Enzo. Not just, this wasn't just indie guys or guys. Oh, this is, not, this is everybody. Because yeah, all well, WWE. Mark like, Henry. Well, my, girl, my girlfriend has... Allie said that Mark Henry was the smallest guy she's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> way bigger on TV. Wally like, Mania is not a, there's no man. there's no wrestling that happens at Wally Mania. It's just a party. Yeah, it's just a party. For, for those who don't know. So I like make I, I make my way through the first security breach. Like I sneak past like the first set of fucking security guards, right? And uh there's a AIW fan, uh at Ed Bates is over there. Ed Bats Bates. I call him Bates, I think it's Bats, but he's over there and uh he's like he talks. He talks to them like a like MLW radio, like Court Bauer and stuff a little bit. Yeah. And I go, dude, how do I get this in this fucking room, man? Like, I'm trying to fucking find somebody I know. You know what I mean? Like, and like, but everyone's back in this room, and like, it's heavily guarded, heavily guarded. Right. So, uh, he introduces me to Court Bauer, and I like, I I talked to Court Bauer for a little bit, and uh, Court Bauer had like, he was like aware of like everything I was doing in Florida and all my like amusement park going and stuff. So we were talking about that. Like, hey, man, how do I get can I get in this room? Like, I just got, you got me in, but I got regular tickets. He goes, 
yeah, go get your people. Come on. And uh, so then we go back into this like secret like area at Wally Mania. There we go. And that's where like all the fun was happening. And like I met I met Dave Meltzer back there, which I fucking was so excited that Dave Meltzer knew who I was. That was like the ultimate. That cracked me up, by the way. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. Yeah, I never <laughs> seen Thorn so giddy in my life. I was so excited that Dave Meltzer knew who I was. I was fucking excited, dude. <laughs> it was like, hey, I'm the ARW promoter, and he's like John Thorne. And John Thorne was like, yeah, yeah, John Thorne. <laughs> I was excited, dude. That's I mean, of course. That's what royalty, you? dude. Oh, that's great. That is wrestling royalty. I was fucking excited, and uh, then we discover that like back in this room, because like we're trying to get drinks, and like they're just giving them to us, and like we discover it's all open bar back there. It's like. No, 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 no. Hold up one second. You tried to order Tito's, and it was like 11 bucks. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. I was standing behind him. This is actually how we figured it out. So uh, we heard it was open bar, and like we walked up. Thorn orders like Tito's and water. Guy comes back, goes eight bucks, and I'm like looking at him. Like, I'm behind him. I'm next for my drink order, and I just go, all right, let me just do vodka water. Yeah. Free. <laughs> yeah, I wonder shit. what the vodka was. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Dude. Yeah, whatever. Free. Fuck. Better than uh, whatever he paid fifteen yeah. bucks for yeah. a round. Oh, yeah. So we figured that out after that little experiment, and then it's just like full take advantage of this open bar. And there's like more people back there than you could even imagine that are like famous. You know what I mean? And yeah. like every fucking two hundred five live fucking wrestler on the fucking planet's back there. Like, like Mark Henry's walking around back there. Fucking new day. The new day, oh, like yeah. all, like all sorts of fucking people, and like it's just it's a spectacle. And then uh, Wale goes out and performs or whatever, and it must have been in like the the deal or whatever. So well, like one second, let me backtrack. I had a f- moment with Chavo Guerrero. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. I thought he was like my newest friend, newest best friend. Is your amigo? Well, like I mean, the bartenders did all right for what they had to do. There was a shit ton of people back there, so it was taking a long time. They definitely let way more people back there than they probably should have. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like fire code-ish. But uh, <laughs> me and uh, Chavo were sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? And he looks at me and goes, this bartender fucking sucks, man. I'm like, I looked at him. I was like, I understood the situation, but I just agreed with him. I said, yeah, man, fucking bartender sucks, dude. <laughs> Let's do a shot. So we, me and Chavo did a shot. Best time ever. Chavo Guerrero, legend, legend. Apologies to the bartender. You're running undisclosed. You're running into all the legends. Like you ran into more wrestling legends than I did in Florida. (laughs) I did a shot with Chavo, not with D'Lo Brown. uh, Did Chavo ask you dealer's choice? No, he just. We just. I I think we got like. I think you ordered around at the same time, so we got the same thing. Quick, quick thing that we didn't do on our update episode, so it's going to relate to this question. Was AIW superfan Gary Barnage at Wally Mania? I did not see him, did you? I don't know. I, I, I don't remember. Right. <laughs> he was there. Well, quickly, we want to give a shout-out to Gary Barnage because uh, he's no Sorry longer with that, the Cleveland man. Browns. I'm going to miss you, Gary. Yeah, we appreciate his support all his time coming to the AIW shows, so best of luck to Gary uh, wherever he ends up next. Dude, there was literally like so many fucking like famous ish people back there yeah it was ridiculous my boy ec3 though hunter was fantastic all night sweaty as shit <laughs> he was sweating so <laughs> much i saw, I saw he him full, he he obeyed the dress code dude yeah he was one that had a uh, dress code he with had us. a full suit on. but his dress code was fantastic man. because like when i saw him at the beginning of the night 
It was button to the top. End of the night, <laughs> one button left. <laughs> he was shirt off. One dude. button left. Sweating so much. Was dude. his uh, was his lady there? Did you meet the fiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she we met her. All right, very good. So that's why. Well, I mean, there was like so much more like going on, like uh, like. I, I saw Kim like Kimberly was there, which uh, for anyone that fucking knows, uh, Kimberly and AIW had like a weird falling out, and fucking we we hugged it out back there. We're making I'm, oh, I'm making men's I'm making men's uh, mending fences at Wale Mania. That's ah, great. We had a you know we had a hug and uh you know it was it, that that was good to do because we had some quite the bit of animosity for years. As everybody who's been listening to the podcast knows, 2017 <laughs> is the year of positivity, of man. Positivity We're, and good things from AIW. That's one thing I took away from that. I didn't. Really give a fuck about seeing anybody. Travel was cool, but like I was super pumped to see Tori Wilson. Oh yeah, Tori Wilson was back oh, there. Oh man, I wish I like I honestly like wanted to get a picture with Tori Wilson because like, that, dude, that's like Tori Wilson. Sure, she also I think MVP and the Hurricane did not like me. It was, it was like a weird like we did end up getting situation. introduced to MVP at uh, at Wrestle. He didn't. He didn't. I don't think he no. remembered. Uh, so from Wale Mania. As you're getting loaded there, you were actually supposed to go to Joey Janela's spring break show. Oh, I did. We made it. Yeah, we made it. We so so I was getting to that. So okay. while I, it must have been maybe in like what the rider or whatever is set up for this thing, so he performed and like after he performed, the open bar was cut off. It was cut off. Yeah. Oh man. And uh, I got a I got a text from Kevin Steen. It was like, Hey, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm at Wally Mania. Where are you at? He's like. I'm at Joey Janela's spring break because you said that you were going to be here. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'll be there in f- 10 minutes, dude. And like, I just grabbed everybody. I got an Uber and we went, right, we took an Uber straight to Joey Janela's spring break. Yeah. And, and uh, Allie, my girlfriend again, and got in a little bit of a argument with Thorne on the <laughs> cab ride there. Oh, yeah. I, mean, oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen them argue before, yeah, but we get along like, pretty good. It was like brother yeah. and sister it's arguing. It's easy to get along with. <laughs> It was like brother and sister arguing. It was pretty. Because I was drunk, intense. and then I was like, fuck, "I gotta go fucking see Kevin Steen." Yeah. And she was like asking me all these questions. I was like, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> she was like, "She was like, is there like beer at this place? Like, what the fuck?" This is this is what my friends do every year when we go. Like, we go to places and we'll go to bars and we'll do things. And I always have uh, my one buddy who's like one of the drivers with me. He's that person who asks questions out loud to you about like these strange places that you've never been before and they want to know everything that's going on. Yeah, I, was I like, don't know. I was, like, like, I was like, I don't know. And we've like, literally <laughs> been here the same amount of times. And like, right I, now. like I forget that like not like, so I'm with basically like non-wrestling people yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking uh, hang out with Kevin Steen and like, she was like, is there beer there? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, why are we leaving this? Why are we leaving Wally Mania to go to a place with no beer? And like, we're just screaming at each other in this fucking Uber ride. So did you end up half hour Uber ride, mind you, (laughs) not 10 minutes. Did you end up doing commentary? Yes, you did, right? Yes. So I got there and, uh, I walk in and I just, I don't know, like some guy was going to ask us for money or something. And I was just like, no, no. (laughs) And, uh, I walk in and uh, I I find Steen and I talk to Steen and I talk to Jimmy Jacobs and there's all sorts of people and then like I walk backstage and uh, I go like I just go to say like you know talk to Janelle or whatever to let him know I made it and like I I go I go hey man what's up he goes did you do commentary yet I said no I just got here he goes hurry up go to the commentary booth and commentate me and Marty right now and I go <laughs> okay and. Uh, I just fucking went to the commentary booth. Don't know fucking. Don't remember a fucking thing about the match. Don't remember a <laughs> thing about what I said. 
don't think anybody else on commentary could really could was pumped that I showed up drunk and like was just saying things. I called more people onto the commentary fucking booth. Like Bryce Remsburg, I was like, "Come on, Bryce." Chuck Taylor called him up. We had like I think a five person booth going. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Did the commentary? Uh, as soon as that was done, I fucking uh, I <laughs> we we left. Like we were there for literally just that match. Like. For whatever the five minutes was that I, t- like, five or ten minutes, I talked to Steen and some other people, and then uh, I did commentary, and then we fu- I found wherever they fucking disappeared to, and we called an Uber, and we left. And that was an hour Uber ride home. Yeah, we were, like, we were like a half hour south, and that show was, like, a half hour north, so it was a total of an hour back. While, while you guys are doing this, I had to stay sober-ish with my friends, because that's the night before WrestleCon begins, and I have to meet up at the WrestleCon venue at like 3.34 in the morning with AIW students, Dr. Dan and Props to Dr. Dan and Dom because I was in no condition no. to handle WrestleCon. And they went I – I forwarded them the email and they went and they set up the whole AIW booth at 4 o'clock in the morning. Also, well, they didn't have anything actually at this do. point, uh, <laughs> a, a big shout out to AIW fan Justin Summers. Because and Kevin Watson, yeah, because they brought a bunch of stuff down for us for WrestleCon. Because Biggins was supposed to obviously go down there, load his car. He clearly, as you all know at this point, couldn't make it. So I go with my friends. I load a couple things in my car, but these guys packed the car and drove a ton of stuff down for us. So thank you so much for that. Uh, we absolutely appreciate it. But yeah, I mean that that's my Thursday. You guys are getting loaded at Wally Mania. This and is my three, friends are getting, This is four days in for us too. My, by the way. That's true. <laughs> yeah. My friends are getting. We've nervous. been we've been going hard. That was my first night there, and I, we actually met up. My uh, older brother and my sister in law happened to be down there, so we meet up them them at you know, like Universal City Walk, just have a couple drinks, which is sweet. I love that you could just walk around with drinks down there in Orlando. Well, during yeah. that during that day, actually, is when we went to fucking regular Universal, and we did go to Moe's Tavern, and we treated it like it was a real bar. <laughs> We sat there for three hours. Yeah, we met this super cool. I, I don't know if Thorne, Thorne is probably kind of irritated, but we met this wrestling fan there from England who yeah. was really interesting to talk to. Yeah, we were, just, cool. we were just hearing we two British guys when we were at Universal City. Well, I got to give them a ride back to their hotel. It was great. I was in like the real brothers. I was like in real person mode. And Nick and a- Allie, his girlfriend, they love like bringing me into like the real things like oh he's in the industry and like they just they, they just bring me into all these outside conversations where i'm just like trying to be like a normal civilian get away for a second i can't like i'm trying to like i'm trying to just like get away you know just enjoy being at moe's tavern in this full simpsons thing and they're just like oh yeah yeah talk to him yeah he, he knows exactly what you're talking about they're just like pulling me into all these conversations <laughs> Or, like, if I see somebody that I don't want to know who I am, they're the first people to go, oh, he's a promoter. You know, like, they'll be talking to, like, a wrestler or something. And, like, having, like, a, they'll just think we're fans. And that's that's what I love. I don't want yeah. them. Right away, they throw me under the bus. Like, it's either him or his girlfriend. And they, like, they don't even know they're doing that. Oh, yeah, he's... He he's a, he runs wrestling shows in in Cleveland, and then it, it turns into like a whole fucking thing. That guy was cool though. You liked that guy. You ended up liking him. Too. Yeah, he was fine. But I was trying to not talk to him for like the first hour. What's up, everybody? It's Alex Worldwide Keller here, and you know I've done a job or two, and I've been to a thrift store or two. But I am here today to tell you about the Thrift Store Jobber. At Thrift Store Jobber on Instagram, he's got all sorts of choice 
vintage wrestling merchandise. For example, this Property of Sunny shirt. Property of Sunny on the front, and on the back it says, What Sunny wants, Sunny gets. And boy, did she ever. That's at Thrift Store Jobber. Check it out worldwide. Back to that uh, that Moe's thing. Yeah. And the me talking shit about Thorn being a promoter. There was some <laughs> random dude that came up to us while we were in the theme park. Remember that? And he goes, John Thorne, you going to Moe's? <laughs> you remember that? Remember that over by Yeah, it was, it was Kevin Ford. Shout out to Kevin Ford. But it totally caught me off guard because I was in like civilian mode and like I'm with like real life people. Yeah. And it, it seriously embarrasses me. Like, like I am not... Uh, a recognizable figure or a famous person by all like by any means but i was recognized multiple times when i was in orlando and it makes me so That's fucking right. uncomfortable right, dude so i was going to say like cuz this was kind of weird we talked about it when we were at wrestlecon together like we don't realize the power i guess of this podcast and everything else like, thank you so much everybody who listens to this but there are multiple multiple times i'm sitting at wrestlecon or we're i'm we're just walking through universal studios yeah and like I had multiple people come up to me after I started talking, and they're like, "Oh, you're Steve Guy. You're the you're the moderator on the car is going to change." I'm like, "Yeah, that's really weird. Like, oh, I just know the sound of your voice." I I went I went to WrestleMania, unlike you guys. And as I'm walking, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, as I'm walking up to the stadium, uh, I see Doctor Dan and Dom and Young Student Josh, and I say hi to them, and they're shouting my name, Steve Guy, Steve Guy, and this dude just randomly gets out of his spot in line and comes up to him and goes, hey, I just want you to know, huge fan of the podcast. I'm hoping to come up for a show one day. I'm like, okay. I have no it's idea weird, who this dude. guy it's is. It's strange, dude. And like, so, so like, it just, like another time, like we were in the Magic Kingdom and like, doing like Disney shit and like some guy just comes up and goes, John Thorne, too sweet me, bro. And like does like the too sweet thing. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, it's not <laughs> yeah. even my thing, dude. We, I mean, we were hanging out uh, at the Tin Roof on Friday and what, I mean, what was that group of guys that as the night ended, were walking out of the bar oh. with them. Oh, so that was, so that was the guy that we did the bachelor party for, for yes. bachelor party pro wrestling was there, Jay. Uh, and that was also the guy that owns Gr- Grill Em All. It's like a, it was, it was like a, on the great food truck race on the food network. And now it's like, uh, now it's like a actual restaurant and, uh, right. in Los Angeles, he had actually trained to be a wrestler in Cleveland years ago with JT lightning. And, uh, and I've uh, like, I've, you know, he just stays in touch with us all the time. And like those guys were, you know, those guys were out on I drive and they met up with us. You know, it's crazy. Cause it was just like, I would have never, at that time, been able to just go. That's Jay f- that we did the bachelor party wrestling show for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, like we we end up hanging out with those guys, you know, for and doing drinks with those, them. Those guys were were another one. One of them out of that group. I mean, nobody said my name. We're all saying bye, and I'm talking to you guys, and somebody's like, "Oh, I know your voice. Are you Steve Guy?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, it's fucking weird, but th- I mean, thank you, appreciate." It. So I mean, anybody. Also, I, I quick want to give a shout out. Thank you to everybody that did come up to us at WrestleCon. You asked about Chandler, and you know, kind of sent your well wishes that way. I want to, I want to say thank you to the fucking Buffalo crew that brought me Tito's on the first day. There They're you like, go. Like the first day, I'm like, we're at WrestleCon, and I'm, it's, it's me and me and Dom are gonna do it, and then like Britt Baker and Grado, and uh, I'm just kind of there like alone for because Dom hadn't come yet because he set the whole thing up 
yeah, four out a little bit four hours prior to when they opened which when i'm getting the WrestleCon, i just like i'm fucking basically still drunk from the night before right i'm trying to find out where to go and i'm literally walking behind the fucking godfather like we're both trying to like find out where to go and i'm just like i'm gonna follow fucking papa shango dude like <laughs> he's gonna get there and like i'm just like walking behind him like have no fucking credentials or anything i figured out and then like the first people that come up to me are these aw fans from buffalo and like i was like feeling super fucking like awkward because like i know that we're not gonna do like like big business at WrestleCon because yeah. like there's like every fucking legend in the world is there you know right and uh, I'm just kind of there, and I'm, like, half hungover, half fucking, like, nervous because, like, I hate talking to people. Like, I get real uncomfortable about it. Like, like if I have, like, a drink and, like, I can, like, calm down, like, I could fucking talk forever. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? And, like, I just have to, like, turn that, like, switch on. And I'm there, and, like, this crew of people comes up to me, and they were like, we come to fucking almost every AW show. We're from Buffalo. And, like, I honestly have never seen, like, never seen them you know yeah. what i mean but they're they come all the time and like this dude just reaches in his pocket and he just starts pulling out all these fucking airport bottles of tito's and i'm like yes this is fucking what i need right now like this i could have sold nothing and i thought that was fucking it was aw- like it was awesome and like we were set up right next to cabana i go i go cabana your friends bring you fucking subway cards man I said my friends bring me fucking tito's bottles dude like and he doesn't drink but to me and fucking Hornswoggle was jealous because he was he was sitting by us. Yeah, we had a, it was a sweet uh, WrestleCon setup for us because we had Cabana with us, like right there. Hornswoggle and El Torito are on the one side. And Marty DeRosa and and Sarah from the Sarah Marty Marty and Sarah. Cabana. And then the the bittersweet part, if you guys remember back to our WrestleCon preview, is that on the other side of us because we were kind of like an end table, is none other than Fred Ottman, aka Tugboat, aka Typhoon. Which of course was on the list of of who Biggins wanted Biggins to meet, wanted to be. and and uh, what was crazy is you know we're set up next to him. I end up like kind of making friends with his wife, and we got a bunch of Biggins Pulled magazines. Sweetheart. We got a bunch of Biggins magazines down there. Yeah, and she went through every box we brought, and she bought every single magazine full price that Fred was in, or like. And then like she's friends like it's a bushwhackers were on it. She's, she's like, like, oh, yeah. But oh, she's like, or then she's like buying ones with Hogan on. It. She's like, oh, she's like, you should. Yeah. She's like, she's like, you should talk to Terry. He's trying to get memorabilia. I said, Terry. She's like, yeah, Terry. And like, she's just like, I could just shop. call like I could just call up Hogan and be like, hey, bro, I yeah. got all these magazines with you on not, it. Not just call him up, but also call him Terry. Yeah, he'll be fine with it. So so she ends up buying a bunch of stuff for Terry and the bushwhackers and Fred like and uh I explained to her like how the big in situation and like uh, she tells Fred and Fred like wrote him like, you know, signed a free eight by 10 for Biggins and like wrote like a really yeah, nice, note. nice note. And then also another fan, he dropped off an eight by 10 with a message from Missy Hyatt yeah. uh, that Missy, Missy had wrote like a nice message for Biggins, uh, which Thank I, you, Missy. I thought that was you. cool. And he is going to take you to that, to that dinner as soon as he gets better. That's right. We'll hold him to it. Um, WrestleCon was just like a spectacle of like weird shit. Like, uh, I could probably talk about WrestleCon for hours. It it really was like one of the moments where there we're standing there and security is just like hot after somebody. We have no clue what's going on. They're running all over the place and we just keep looking. They're like, all right, they're looking for somebody. They're looking for somebody. And then here, like a week later, when we get back, 
Dom Greeny comes up to me uh, while we're at the trading facility. He's like, oh, I'm so mad at you guys. You saw Heidenreich go crazy? I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? And here it turns out the security was going after Heidenreich because apparently he punched uh, one of Ken Shamrock's like friends in the face <laughs> and flipped his table. <laughs> and here John Thorne are just like hanging out at, our, at the merch. And it sucks. It sucks that I missed it because I was taking like weird like paparazzi pics of like Heidenreich and Alabama Doink like and Ken Shamrock they were all right by each other and I was taking all these weird fucking pictures and like just trying to take in the sights of WrestleCon like one of the weirdest things I saw was just like the Sandman and Road Warrior Animal just like talking like they're the, like the best friends in the world and I was just like this is fucking bizarre I mean that'll happen can I uh yeah. tell you one thing that I didn't go to WrestleCon with Thorne but I'm kind of pissed that he did not like set the groundwork with Ryback and Pet because <laughs> <laughs> those are your favorite guys yeah <laughs> we we uh I mean met Marty Janetti at WrestleCon. I did party Marty, dude. That's right. And but I showed him I, I showed him that I swam in the fountain in his say, honor. You jumped the gun that Friday night. You ended up going in the fountain at your guys' hotel. Yeah, that was after that was after Tin Roof. Yeah, I mean that was after we drank at that Tin Roof place on I Drive, and I just saw that fountain and I said, "This has to happen, dude." <laughs> and and in I went. I saw Marty. We were actually we didn't see Marty until like we were we were breaking everything down and we were getting finished and like I was walking to the bathroom and Marty's just like stopping getting selfies with everybody and prior to that obviously they're charging everyone and I'm like oh man I'm gonna make cool with Marty and then I'm gonna like send him Thorns way to get the picture you know and then because that was like a bucket list yeah. achievement for me right so I'm walking with even him. though I commentated his whole match I don't remember the night before yeah so I'm walking with him and like we're talking and then Somehow I end up like pissing next to him in the bathroom, and here I am, like as a, a childhood fan of Marty Janetti, standing next to him, and he's talking to me while we're standing at the urinal, like breaking bro code. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, uh, usually I'd be like, this is weird, no thank you, but it's Marty Janetti. You're not gonna oh, tell Marty Janetti, hey, you can't talk. Well, speaking of the bathroom, man. Speaking of the bathroom, I was I went to the bathroom at RussellCon, and Jim the Anvil Nightheart was just staring at himself in the mirror. And just like <laughs> adjusting his beard and then adjusting his fanny pack and then like repeating the process over and over again. And I, I must have watched it for five fucking minutes. <laughs> and like, I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I was like, this is fucking weird, dude. He just kept fucking playing with his beard, adjusting his fanny pack, played with his beard again, <laughs> adjusted his fanny pack. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I know I drank a lot in Orlando, but I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Well, I, I, of like, I would, it was I weird. would, I would do WrestleCon every year and I wouldn't even care if we lost money on it because like, it is so Just for weird. This. Oh, it, it, is so, so it was weird. so weird. Everything that we were seeing. And like, uh, I, I will test for Marty Janetti washes his hands after he goes to the bathroom. If anybody's wondering, but we walk out and I was like, Hey man, look, my buddy's a promoter. We're up in Cleveland, blah, blah. Yeah, you're pulling a fucking Nick move on me, dude. I was. I was. I was like, look, uh, can can I introduce you to him? And and just, I don't know if he thought that meant I was going to get him booked. But then it came in, and I, I was texting, like, Thorne as I'm walking. I'm like, hey, got this Janetti picture coming for you, dude. And we made it happen. You got the picture with Janetti. It, I don't know. WrestleCon just, everybody's weird. You, like, you see all these guys, and they're just odd. Yeah, it's fucking. But it's fun. It's fun. It's what did you? Because you guys did WrestleMania Access, right? Yeah. So that was what I took Dom Greeny to. That was his fucking child. As fucking a fan, goal. would you? Wouldn't you do WrestleCon over Access again? Uh, yeah. Like Access, I was not like I was not impressed with at all. 
I didn't go to WrestleCon, but Access was not that fun. We were in there for, we did the whole thing in about a half hour. Unless you want autographs. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. If you want yeah, autographs of the current definitely. stars, that's fine. There, I mean, there was a shit ton of autograph signings, and we didn't do any of them, so we kind of just like through the, the whole thing in like five minutes. Yeah, half the people. And they didn't sell beer, so I was kind of pissed. Yeah, there was no, no alcohol. I can't have any of that. <laughs> but there was a lot of alcohol at WrestleCon. You could buy that. And actually, it was reasonably priced. Well, now I think about you it. You didn't have to buy it. I just had fans bring it for me. Well, I didn't have that. I was not that cool. Yeah, I just—I mean, I just started just ripping those fucking Tito's as soon as as soon as they gave them to me because I was like, I gotta loosen up, you know what I mean, and keep keep the oh, rally yeah. going. But uh, yeah, access—I would go to—I would go to WrestleCon uh, a million times over before access. Like access is cool, but like it was like literally like we went if you if 10 you minutes. yeah if you if you've seen it you know and like they had matches and stuff, but I didn't give yeah. a fuck to you know watch some matches from like. I don't know UK wrestlers or whatever they're doing like progress matches or something I don't fucking I don't care I've seen it I've seen enough wrestling in my life I don't need to see anymore (laughs) I was trying to have fun right yeah Saturday night was my big night out with the dudes if everybody remembers obviously we dress up boy band style we did that full go we went downtown Uh, I did have some people ask me about it at WrestleCon so that happened Saturday night all wearing white denim jackets that was the purchase for the matching outfits and we all had black wife beaters on underneath i went Shawn michaels style just for you gentlemen. brian carson style <laughs> brian carson style and oh, uh before you get into that like oh yeah when we went to tin roof yeah one buddy the big guy yeah the big I didn't guy. know if i liked him at first yeah kind of came off as a dick he, he's he's very he's kind of socially awkward with he people turned first. into a nice guy he's very him. nice i enjoyed him yeah <laughs> after that after the fact he does stand up he does stand up and he, he's like very it was quiet. like it was like two sections like I didn't know if I'd like him, and then he came around. Yeah, so he I just op- wanted to put that out. there. He opens up. Chris Clem gets the uh, Nick Zanga seal of approval. He likes you guys. He's like, oh but, yeah. Oh, cool. but before you go into that too, your WrestleMania, we were talking about I Drive that night. We were at Ten Roof. Yeah, I just wanted to throw out there that that cab. What about that cab, dude? <laughs> your cab, <laughs> your cab ride home? No, oh, that cab that was waiting. <laughs> so- oh yeah. <laughs> there was just like I, forgot about that. I don't think it was like even a real cab. No. I think it was like a like a human trafficking <laughs> situation. <laughs> like there was just this car unmarked. And it just kept doing the shitty beep, dude. Beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> it was like out of like the movie Taken or something. And like over and over again, Nick got so pissed because he was drunk and like everyone's waiting for their Ubers, you know. And there's just this right. kid. Beep, beep. And like nothing. And Nick just goes, nobody's getting in this fucking shitty cab. It had like temp tags on. No, it had four legit, four like a donuts. donut replacement donuts. tires. Yeah, it had four donuts. Four, four out of four tires were donut replacement tires. He goes, no one's getting in your fucking donut cab, man. Beep, beep. <laughs> but that's that's how I want to throw it. You go back and to your. Well, there's also almost a fight over the Uber right after that. You see, remember? Did you see that one? Uh, I think it was like between like a group of other uh, group. It wasn't with us, was it? No, no, it wasn't with us. It no. was like two other different sets of people because yeah. it was like somebody's gonna go into it, and this guy with like his girlfriend's like, "That's our fucking Uber," <laughs> and like almost like should just got in that fucking donut. Camp. Yeah, I know. He wanted to like punch his other dude out. We're like, "Oh shit, serious down here in Orlando, man." <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, you could go back to your uh, boy band jumping around. I mean, story. we just basically we. Were white denim jackets i got me some well, uh usa themed sunglasses from target and uh man we rolled out like that and of course we my, met my random s- people got free shots my saturday was russell con and then uh fucking we went to we went to dinner in downtown celebration that was cool i like that and then i was like 
trying to get Nick and Allie to come down to come with me because I had Bruce Pritchard tickets. Oh yeah, that Biggins had bought months. That was an early night for me. Months earlier. Yeah, I heard you went to bed at like eight eight, 8 p.m. Yeah, you texted me that night where you're jumping around like oh, a boy. Yeah, and I did. You said come out to wherever you were at. Yeah, come meet like, up with us because I knew you guys weren't at Pritchard. Yeah. So this was Doctor. This was Doctor Dan's night to go to Pritchard and. uh we fucking we meet at a bar we have some drinks and then we go over there and uh we get in and fucking hornswoggle's there uh so hornswoggle brings us up on this like this private roped off section or whatever at pritchard Getting the vip treatment all week man yeah and uh he starts coming with the fucking jameson shots which i hate oh, he loves i hate i hate fucking whiskey shots of any kind jameson is what turns him by the way yeah so we'll he's giving me Jameson shots, and I've already drank I don't know how many fucking Tito's and waters. And this is, you know, we watched the live Pritchard and uh, Conrad show, which it was awesome, and Double J's there. And my, my buddy fucking Tony Lacazio, the fucking 78-pound loudmouth uh, who works for TNA, he's originally from Cleveland. He was there in, like, Double J's entourage or whatever. Yeah. So we're, like, hanging out, and uh, I was like, dude, fucking i got a party with double j this weekend <laughs> and he's like okay okay uh so fucking uh and like tony is the fucking he's the best dude ever like l- legit he's amazing and uh so the fucking preacher show ends and they're all walking back and like i just go like me and dr dan we just go with tony and we walk to the fucking backstage area with the fucking everybody double j <laughs> and they got fucking like they got like free fucking beers back there and shit and like we're partying and fucking this guy, I don't know, I don't know what's fucking going on with him, but like he tries, he tries to pick a fight with Double J, <laughs> and I go, bad move. and I go, I go, Dan, this is our fucking moment, dude. We're about to, we're about to get a job of some sort in fucking wrestling. So we go to fucking, we go to like fuck this fucking dude up for Double J, and then Double J just fucking grabs him and just like gives him a kiss on the cheek, and I was like. And then the guy was fine, and I was like, this is the fucking weirdest fucking thing ever. But we ended up drinking with fucking Double J for a while and fucking all those, like Bruce Pritchard, which was fucking awesome. Uh, and then we make uh, Dom and... Uh, Bruce Pritchard got bottle service at Wally Mania, by the way. I saw the sparklers at his fucking... <laughs> so he dropped the six. Dude. Yeah. He dropped the six. So uh, fucking... Uh, we fucking... Uh, we we lied to we lied to Dom and we say that Uber's surging. Uh, who is driving back from like Evolve? It's gonna hear this. <laughs> and we say Uber surging, man. We need you to come pick us up. <laughs> so we make him come to downtown Orlando. Bone collector is about to collect on you, man. <laughs> to, to, to pick me and Dan up. I make Dan do all the dirty work though, and I make him say it all. Oh God. And then like they're like oh. Like they're staying in like a fucking murder hotel, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I know. I had a. Uh, they're staying to go there. So like London they get me back left. to this hotel and I go, I'm not staying in this fucking murder hotel. It's weird. I said I got a fucking really nice fucking VIP suite up the road. So I make young Joshua fucking earn his stripes, uh, and uh, he he fucking drove me all the way back to my fucking my my nice fucking Malaya Suites hotel. But uh, yeah, Saturday. So Saturday was probably. But Wally Mania and Bruce Pritchard Day were the drunkest I ever got. And then Sunday for WrestleMania, we have these extra tickets left. So we decide that we're going to go to Universal Studios for a while. Yeah. uh, And just walk around. Uh, And I'm like, I had got home at like five o'clock in the morning. 
Nick and Allie went to bed at like 8 p.m., so they're up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 8 a.m., you know what I mean? We're ready to rock and roll. Fucking oh, Allie's yeah. fucking putting her fanny pack on, and like we're getting ready. They're getting theme Allie park mode. Fanny pack I going. made her buy a fanny pack. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to carry my shit around in my pockets, so I said, buy a fanny pack. She bought one. Sorn's broke. Yeah, I had a fanny pack, and it broke at the airport, a fucking Tessa Blanchard fanny pack. Oh. It broke. So I was like... I was really bummed that I never. Probably best for business for him because I would have been putting my shit in his. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, they're like, you could stay and sleep, and I'm like, fuck that, like, because I had slept probably in Orlando all of like four hours for eight days. Yeah. And they're like, you could sleep, and like it's catching up to me, and I'm still fucking hammered from the Bruce Pritchard double J party night, and they're like, oh no, just stay and sleep, and I'm like, fuck that, man, I'm not missing. I'm on vacation. I'm not missing out on any fun. (laughs) So. Here we go, off to Universal Studios, and I'm still drunk, and we fucking, we ride the fucking rocket rip it roller coaster, and like, you're supposed to play some songs, and I don't know how to fucking play the songs, I have to listen to some like fucking Crystal Method fucking- coaster, you're supposed to play songs? I picked Crystal Method, you had some disco technical (laughs) shit. (laughs) I don't know. I said, Thorne, what songs you get? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I got fucking- What was that fucking song? (laughs) I don't know, dude. Crystal Method fucking song. What is it? (laughs) Oh fuck! Never mind. Keep the one going. they did for South Park? No, the you know the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the they big did one for South. They Worldwide. did one on the South it? Park what album too. Oh no, there's nothing really to that. Oh, so so anyway, we do that, whatever, and then uh, we're like, oh, like the last ride we got to do. We got two rides to do. We got Transformers, and we got to do shut down, and we got to do Minions Mayhem. Well, fucking Transformers is shut down, and then we go to Minions Mayhem, and this is probably the lowest part of my life that I've ever experienced. <laughs> This is this is as low as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. I am in line at Minions Mayhem. Families galore. Right? Shit ton of eleven year olds. Yeah, like families everywhere. <laughs> we're in line and we're going and we're going through the turnstiles. And it's coming, man. Like my my week in Florida has caught up to me at this point. And uh, especially those those fucking Jameson shots from Hornswoggle. And we're walking and I just jump out of line. And I go right out in the fucking main street of Universal Studios. Minions Mayhem is like right at the fucking front door, like front gate. And I walk, I, I jump out of line and I, I wind up right there and I just fucking puke right in the middle of the street. <laughs> like dirty whiskey pukes Did right in the middle. Did you make mid- it into the trash can? No, right in the street, dude. <laughs> right in the fucking where they do the parade yeah, oh at noon. God. Dirty whiskey pukes right in front of like families. And like they are just looking at me with just like pure disgust, man. Like just it's and it's like it's literally like ten thirty a.m. and I'm just like, Bleh. like I mean, they could have at least thought that it was from a ride. No, dude, they, they knew, shit. dude. They knew, <laughs> they knew, dude. Like by, by looking Grown ass man puking in the middle of Main Street <laughs> and looking at like I'm like dressed in like a fucking Dan Marley jersey or something. Like my hair's all fucked up, like. Haven't showered yet. Like you still have the Dan Marley jersey on, huh? Yeah, it's been days at this point. You know, I don't know. I fucking puke right in the middle of the fucking right outside Minions Mayhem, right in front of a bunch of families, and I went. I don't think it gets any lower than this. <laughs> and like the, Nick and Allie didn't even know. Yeah, we did like two turnstiles before we realized Thorne wasn't behind us anymore. I'm like, <laughs> Where the fuck did he go? Sure, shit. I text him. He said just puked <laughs> right in the middle of the street, dude. Our our WrestleMania was not that eventful. I actually went to the show. Uh, like I already said, I saw Dom and Dan outside, uh, interacted with that uh, AIW fan or podcast fan real quick, and then we go in, and our seats are like, we buy the seats at like 
up top kind of it's like whatever you don't you got the screens not necessarily terrible seats we bought them late so we just we bought them for the cheapest value we could and we're up there we get there and all of a sudden there's caution tape all over our seats and their bleacher seats way up there too so already we're like this is gonna kind of suck and then we see that we're like well what the fuck like why can't we sit in our seats thinking something's wrong and somebody's like oh camera guys are coming up here and they keep coming up and down and they were just in your spot we're like well what do we do they're like "Uh, i don't know and then finally the camera guys come back to go to set up and like hey we're gonna be up down here and like we'll just go a couple spots back but you're still gonna be in the shot so you can't stand up the entire show just an fyi and oh by the way if these people come back if they end up sitting where we are right now, then we got to go back to your seat. I'm like, well, what do we do, you know? And they're like, well, talk to customer service or whatever, and they should take care of you. So, Chazelle, like, we go down the steps. I find a customer service person. I go, well, hey, what's going on? And everybody, I'm going to backtrack for a second. Everybody in Orlando surrounding WrestleMania is, like, shady and trying to undercut people. The stadium is in, like, a super rundown neighborhood. It's not good. We're driving there, and people are holding up signs. You parking in their driveways and on their lawns. Like, that was it. It's a whole bunch it's of, like... It's like the Kentucky Derby, dude. Dude, it's... it's Sounds sketchy. It's I mean, like, glad we didn't go. It essentially looks like a whole bunch of Section 8, like, rundown housing surrounding... I'm serious. Like, I'm not saying that to be mean. Like, that's what it looks like, or surrounding this. And then, like, old rundown factories. You know, if you're from Cleveland, it's basically, like... The stadium in Orlando is set right inside of East Cleveland, and that's not necessarily great. <laughs> or East Cleveland or like rundown old school Euclid. Like it's not good. And so like my favorite part is we're driving there. We drive by this house, and here's this dude with a sign, $20, sure as shit. Ten feet behind him is this guy with a sign that says $10, just so he can undercut him yeah. and get more cars. So then we're, we're in, so anyway, we're in the stadium. We go to this customer service lady, and she goes, yeah, yeah, well, we could get you these seats. How many do you have? She goes, well, all I have are these seats that are available in this section. Um, are you guys okay if it's loud? Yeah, that's fine, whatever. And she's like, it's going to be $60. So this stadium employee is trying to get $60 out of us to for seats that they're just supposed to give us for free as a courtesy because they put cameras there and our bought tickets aren't there anymore. We were like, uh, no. She's like, I got to wait for my manager to approve it. But, you know, it's going to be cash. It's cash. So you just have to pay for the difference. It's all cash. I'm like, sounds oh, legit. Yeah. Like, this is this is not right. And then this other guy comes up to go, hey, you got to make that quick because there's this guy over there. He's going to, he's eyeballing, he's eyeballing. I'm like, oh, obviously we're not supposed to pay for the difference. So somebody else was like irate. And she's like, well, I got to go check your seats and make sure you really need to move. And like, her manager comes over and go, hey, man, she already gave us the tickets. Are we waiting for anything? Because she's telling us to wait so that we can give her the money still. And he's like, oh, no, if you have your tickets, you guys are good. We're like, okay, great. <laughs> we go down, and next thing you know, fucking dude, we had four seats. We go from the all the way furthest away from the entrance ramp that you could be to floor seats right across from the entrance ramp fucking linda mcmahon walks by us through like this little <laughs> aisleway we're like oh this is great and that was that was my wrestlemania i'm not gonna kick her worldwide our, kick linda McMahon. our wrestlemania was a uh, wrestlemania night was a little different yeah we okay. we we could not find one place in orlando showing wrestlemania <laughs> not one we finally find a place called the wing house which is like way outside the city Kissing me. Kissing me. Well, that's where I was staying. Yeah, that's where we went. And uh kind of run down as well. We walk in there. <laughs> we walk in there and fucking Meng and Glacier, they're just having a lunch together. <laughs> like I thought that they were like booked to be like, 
you know, like watch WrestleMania with these yeah. people? Nope. They're just having lunch. Not dude. the case. They're leaving. They go to leave. I go, I got to go get a picture with them, dude. And they're, they were with some fucking real sketchy guy who <laughs> he kept getting in the pictures. I cropped them out, though. Uh, but they were just in there and just having lunch. Mang and Glacier. Glacier so, goes, you guys ever come here before? This is a great place to have lunch. We're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Glacier. So he's a regular. He's a regular at the wing house in Kissimmee. Uh, and then uh, fucking they're. We we learn that like they're trying to show it on a fire stick, <laughs> so like <laughs> it's like everything's like going like real slow like on the WrestleMania pre-show and like yeah fuck it it's like buffering and like it's not fucking <laughs> and then like they go to like the like they go to like refresh it and it's like the like the fire stick home screen like of the fucking like burner oh, yeah. the like burner fire sticks or whatever so they go what the fuck and then finally they must have called somebody and got a WWE network login because the network thing comes up on the screen but they like they didn't log into it for like 25 minutes so they're it was on a like a desktop computer screen yeah so we we watched them clicking around for a little bit they're like clicking around trying to figure it out uh and then fucking like we had this big plan that we were just gonna watch wrestlemania buy everything and then just party all night yeah well then we wind up in Kissimmee. like we call it literally 50 to 60 bars and nobody was showing it they had crazy like it was like they had no idea wrestlemania was even in town in orlando like ah what what channel is it on? We have Disney. I thought it was on ESPN. Universal. Yeah. So the like, was on ESPN. Uh, Coach so, was there. So then we we're just like, okay, we'll we'll take an Uber straight downtown when it's over. Because we're thinking it's gonna be over ten forty five. No way, man. Well, when it wasn't over ten forty five, that was pretty much that was pretty much it for our fucking day. Uh, Thorn snooze during the uh, Undertaker match. Yeah, I felt I definitely fell asleep during the Undertaker match. <laughs> we just went home. We slept. His at, retirement was like twenty minutes after the match. And then laughing for that, but that like a bright spot of that leaving that fucking dude leaving was yelling at his party. Remember that? Oh yeah, because they tried to stick yeah. him with the bill. He said, "I ain't paying for shit. I've been paying for your drinks all night." <laughs> yeah, these people were like they were on fist some fighting, hard drugs. They, and they like, start they started fist fighting. Heroin addict, like white trash. Probably from Kissimmee. If I, oh I guess. man, they well since they are, <laughs> since they're in Florida, they, they should start fi- look they up start the fist fighting they start fist fighting each other over their tab when our fucking when our fucking Uber's pulling up the Undertaker's still fucking in the ring like and we're just like let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, we went to sleep. We woke up the next day. We went to fucking three Disney fucking parks, and then uh, we found a bar on I Drive that was showing Raw and had two dollar drafts. And uh, we met up with like uh, fucking Faye Jackson came and uh, fucking Brit and her boyfriend came. Belgian Erico came and uh, fucking all kinds of fucking. That was a good night. Like all kinds of people came. We fucking ended up shutting it down on the $2 draft beers watching fucking Monday Night Raw. And the Tribe game. First game of the season. They yeah, won. baby. And that was pretty much our uh, our Orlando trip because yeah. we left the next day. Yeah, that was my. I mean, I drove. Back on uh, Monday, we left Tuesday. Normal, not didn't do anything. Yeah, that's it. No one left a little bit later than me. Well, we're back to normal, and we're back. So there you go, folks. Sorry, it's uh, probably like a month overdue, but and there's probably so much shit that we're forgetting to say. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, like legit, we were drunk for uh, eight days. So. I'm pretty sure Sorry there was we missed anything. Definitely more to all of our stories from uh, a lot of drinking. I think that's what you guys can take away from it. And we had we all had a lot of fun. Uh, and we had the opportunities to hang out, and that was great. Uh, we met some of you, which is awesome, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. You know, like I said, there's going to be a little bit of a transition here as John and I kind of 
Had this revolving door of other people sitting in with us. I'll be back. This week was bartender Nick back. Senka. I'll be back. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, tweet at us. You know, at the Steve guy, at John Thorne, A-I-W. Thorne is T-H-O-R-N-E. At Nick Sank 7. At Nick, Nick Sank 7, 7, baby. That's Come right. on, give me some follows. S-A-N-K. 300. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah, you're a shitty comedian. 800 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tell that story last week. Hey, I week, came and, and seen not, you, brother. You I came did. And seen I'm you. not going to tell that story on the podcast. But uh, anyway, thanks. Uh, we got back to fun this week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. By all means, hit us up. Of course, follow us at AI Wrestling on everything. If you're on Facebook, it's Absolute Intense Wrestling. Uh, for bartender Nick Zanka, for AIW owner John Thorne, my name is Steve Guy, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Not doing the Biggins thing. There you go. 